0: To make a pledge, the number to call in is 470-508-1160, 470-508-1160. Good morning, my name is Amanda Haley, and I'm here with my co-host, Betsy Orr, and our special guest, Father Mark White, who is a parochial vicar at Christ the King um, Cathedral down in Atlanta, and he's also my brother. So (laughs) before we get started, I'd like to ask Father Mark to open us in prayer.
1: All right, let's open up in prayer. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Heavenly Father, we pray that you would send us your Holy Spirit and lead us into your love and your mercy and how you call us continually to conversion and that you give us the grace through your Spirit to be renewed in the image of your Son. We pray all of this in Jesus' name. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.
0: Thank you, Father Mark. Annie with um, Quest, she's a production manager here, and she's going to tell us about our goal for this hour and any pledge updates that we have. Yeah, so this hour we are looking for 14 gifts,
2: so we need you to call in at 470-508-1160 and kick us, you know, get us started. We want to get those 14 gifts in this hour, so... Um, we also have a couple different levels that you can give at. And if you're a business owner, you might want to become a business underwriter. And if you love the Quest, love Catholic Radio and you want to promote your business on the air, you can call us now for a special promotion during the pledge drive and that number is 470-508-1160. You can also call and ask about our St. Gabriel Society today, and that's monthly donors who pledge $20 or more per month, and a mass is said once a month for in our chapel here at the station for the intentions of our monthly sustainers. Um, you can become a station guardian, and guardians are leadership givers who donate $100 per month. This group of supporters, you're our protectors of our mission, and you make the quest a part of your Catholic legacy with that leadership gift. Additionally, those new station guardians who contribute $100 a month or more are going to receive a beautiful rosary that can cannot be found anywhere but here on this pledge drive. These rosaries are not only beautiful, they've been touched to an actual cross, to a piece of the actual cross of Jesus Christ. And this rosary is not something you want to miss out on, so get those donations in early because there's only nine of them. And actually, there's only eight left because we've already had one go be given away this morning. So you want to get those donations in Also, monthly donors of $25 per month or more. So dollar-a-day club members, one-time gifts of $200 or more. Um, You become a part of the St. Gabriel Society, and you also become a part of the Quest Coffee Club. It's a new thing this year, and you'll receive a Quest mug that's perfect for your mornings with Father John Ricardo here on the Quest.
0: Thank you so much, Annie, for the update. Um, Betsy, Father Mark, and I are real excited to be on the air live with you today to raise the critical funds we need to maintain the station and continue to grow and share the message of God's love. You know, this year's been a really difficult year for everybody and um, during this pandemic, but the one thing that really personally has brought me a lot of comfort is listening to the radio, Um, the radio personalities and the inspiration from the shows and so that's why, you know, today we want to invite you to partner with us because the quest is here every day. Uh, right where we are in our car and in our home and in the background of our daily lives and so we just like to invite you to join with us to further their mission and um, that number again to call and make a donation is 470-508-1160 470-508-1160 as we mentioned earlier the um, pledge drive is live in the, the title the theme is live in the spirit so i wanted to start off with um Asking Father Mark to tell our listeners about how the Holy Spirit, what the Holy Spirit's role was in your conversion process, because Father Mark and Betsy and I are we're all converts.
1: Absolutely, great question. Uh, I think of the word illumination when I think of the Holy Spirit and conversion. That you know, the Holy Spirit opened my eyes up to seeing reality really through Christ's eyes early on in a Protestant context. And all the way, he led me to more increasingly be able to see it through Catholic eyes, you know, see it through the fullest incense through the eyes of God. And I think that's what led me ultimately uh, into the church and and continues to open my eyes up his activity to deeper and deeper conversion as a priest.
3: You know, Father Mark, I remember that you had started in a Protestant seminary When you were studying and going deeper with your theology and your interest in faith, did the Holy Spirit have a role in that changeover from the Protestant seminary to Catholic seminary? And how did the Holy Spirit illuminate your your mind when you were in the Protestant seminary that that might not be the ultimate direction for your life.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, it was, it was incredible. And I think a lot of times when the Holy Spirit is working, we have to look back at what he's done, because we don't realize he's doing it at that moment. But uh, I think of St. John Newman, and, you know, to be, I think he says, to be deep in history is to cease to be Protestant, because there was only one church, you know, and that was, I started looking at history through god's eyes particularly the first six seven hundred years in the church and what i saw were altars and sacrifices i saw the sacraments i saw the blessed mother being honored and that ultimately helped me to realize this is what god intended you know there are Protestant brothers and sisters who do good things but the fullness of the faith is here and so that's the holy spirit just continued to open my heart up to that in so many ways and he did it with seminary professors that in some cases weren't real fond of the Catholic Church, but they would say things, and it would lead me back into looking at the history of the Church, and i go, oh my gosh, you know, this is something fuller and more incredible than than I have, and then I had, of course, y'all's conversion while I was in seminary, and you made me ask deeper questions. Of course, it was always the Holy Spirit working through all that, and, uh, you know, asked enough questions, and ended up here thinking I had made the decision, and it was really God working and drawing me in all along through his spirit
3: now i'm guessing there's some converts listening uh, today or people who are considering the catholic faith and i bet a lot of them can relate to your story so for our catholic listeners and our non-catholic listeners who have questions and who appreciate the content here we ask you to participate in this drive we'd love for you to call in and make a pledge participation is so important and and the content of the quest serves both catholics and non-catholics in the faith the number is 470-508-1160 if you'd like to make a pledge we'd love to have as much participation as possible now father mark you've only been a priest for a couple of years so people are getting to know you at christ the king people are getting to know you through some speaking that you're doing you've even been on the quest in a phone interview mm-hmm. but people always want to know more about their priest. So, I'm wondering if you can tell us a little bit about your hobbies and your pastimes. Let, let's lighten it up for just a minute and let people get to know you in a personal way. What are some of the things you enjoy doing outside of preparing your homilies, of course? That's right. That's <laughs>
1: right. Um, well, UGA football is a big thing for me. And of course, we're in football season, even with the, the COVID event that we're still going through. So, I love watching those games. Love fall weather and spring weather, getting out, maybe doing a little hiking and that. Love good meals. Probably a little too much, you know. uh, We're Americans, right? We like to eat. Uh, And I love eating with you guys. I love eating with friends and family. Uh, And I love comedy, actually, good, clean comedy, which you don't always see a whole lot of. And I know Josh Harris is sometimes on the station. He's a friend of mine at Christ the King. Uh, So those types of things would really kind of give you a little summary of you know the things that I enjoy doing when I'm not – you know, in the church and doing what I do, which is what I love the most, I think.
3: I mean, didn't we go to a priest talent show one time? Father Mark might want to sign up for that i think there's still a priest talent show in metro atlanta didn't we attend that one time
0: yes we did and i will tell you that father mark actually um he he started his comedy even way before he started his journey even into the church so i spent a i spent a lot of um times at at bars around atlanta (laughs) going to listen to father mark with my mom he's quite funny and i think i want to encourage you to get back into that father mark
1: yeah that's i mean you know and, and speaking of the holy spirit he purified my jokes <laughs> as he does and because uh, they weren't always great before he came along well he was there but he's been working and purified my heart and my mind and now my appreciation for comedy and even maybe some of my ideas that come up from my homilies so
3: that's great i think if we're attentive and open to the holy spirit he'll purify all of us in, in the ways that we need it right? that's
0: right that's, that's right, right. Well, if you're just joining us today, I'm Amanda Haley. I'm with my co-host, Betsy Orr, and we're talking to Father Mark White of Christ the King, who is also my brother. And we just wanted to thank you so much for your support of Catholic Radio and just let you know that we really rely on your pledges and prayers to sustain the station. We give thanks to God for the chance to bring inspiring content to you, and we just ask that you would help us with our mission to continue the station and to continue to reach souls For Christ. So you can do that by calling 470 508 1160. 470 508 1160. So, Father Mark, um, just on that same theme, wanted to ask you, you know, why you think. Catholic radio is so important to a person's ongoing formation. You know, when Betsy and I were coming into the church, and when you were coming to the church, there wasn't any Catholic radio here in Atlanta. And I think I would have really enjoyed that. We were, we were, we finally found EWTN, but you know, we just there weren't a lot of resources. And so this is just a great resource for converts. Um, you know, so tell us a little bit about why you think it's important. Catholic radio is important, and then just you know why you think that. As as Catholics, we need to continue ongoing formation.
1: Yeah, great question. Um, I think when I think of the new evangelization, which we've written so much, we've talked about so much, uh, it needs to become incarnate. You know, the words uh, of, of the new evangelization and what it means and how it's been articulated need to be flesh uh, in our lives, and I think flesh in our communities, and I think this is... Such a great medium for that. You know, technology can be used for a lot of bad things, but oh, can it be used for good? And I think Catholic radio is is uh, such a huge way that we can get the word out. We have this incredible gift of the Eucharist, and I think so often it's misunderstood or not fully appreciated. Catholic radio can be a huge means by which we articulate and teach. And you think of people like Father John Ricardo or Catholic Answers. Uh, Those are the things that I think really uh, would sum up the importance of how Quest can be involved in all that. And uh, radio stations in general, um, and, and getting the word out, proclaiming the faith, calling people to conversion
3: you know father mark i remember when after amanda and i had converted but you had not yet every so often i recall amanda would put out a book on a coffee table that you might glance at and hopefully pick up to read we were we were planting little bombs around little seeds around the house <laughs> when you would come babysit Sounded her dog yeah, yes yeah, yeah. To, to see if catholic radio had been uh, around at that time we would have just preset your car radio station to eleven sixty a.m the quest and made sure that every time you got in your car you got a little blast of catholic radio so we were working behind the scenes hoping you would convert and we're so so happy that you did we right. can't take any credit for it it would be the holy spirit right that would get the credit for that but
0: but you know we like to help the holy spirit along <laughs> <That's right. laughs> that's and right. unfortunately you know we've learned the hard way that that's not always a great idea
1: not <laughs> always not always
3: the holy spirit doesn't need too much of our help but it would have been great for all of us i think had catholic radio existed so yes please please contribute to this pledge drive because this content is so valuable and so important Some of the shows that Father Mark mentioned give very clear answers to questions that we all have about our faith, whether we're Catholic or not Catholic. And so if you can contribute and participate in this drive, you will be helping us maintain this content on the air. The number to call in is 470-508-1160. We know there have been some pre-pledges that have been made, which we appreciate. We also just got word that there will be a $1,000 match for um, from an anonymous donor if we can get to a thousand dollars this hour and we're hoping we get way beyond that but up to a thousand dollars there'll be a match so please light up the phones donate online um, get get to the pledge drive as quickly as you can and make a donation and participate we really appreciate it.
0: And you can always um, also donate by going to thequestatlanta dot and click the donate button. There's a spot to designate a donation in honor of someone that can be read on air. And you can always donate in um, you know in honor of something uh, it's someone special to you. Speaking
2: of which, we have a lot of those that have come in so far, guys. Right. So I definitely want to say thank you to those who've donated so far. So we have Betsy O. in honor of Father Mark out of Washington, Georgia. Ginger D. out of Greensboro, Georgia in honor of Betsy. Kyle O. in honor of Betsy out of Washington, Georgia. Heather H. in honor of Amanda and Betsy out of Atlanta. Andrea J. in honor of Father Mark out of Atlanta, Rankin H. in honor of Father Mark, Amanda and Betsy out of Atlanta, Betty B. out of Powder Springs, Vivian H. of Alpharetta in honor of Mary Jo Orr, Mary Mac H. in honor of Amanda in Atlanta, um, Dolores D. in honor of Father Mark, and she's out of Woodstock, and Kaki H. out of uh, Atlanta in honor of Amanda. So thank you, everyone, who's given this hour. That means... We're almost to our goal, guys. So we need a few more calls to hit that goal of 14 gifts this hour, and we definitely want to get that $1,000 match. So call now, 470-508-1160 or online at thequestatlanta.com. That's
3: great.
1: Fantastic.
3: Okay, Annie, thank you for that update. This is exciting. Let's keep this momentum going. All right, Father Mark, we want you to tell us about a a pleasant surprise in your priesthood, something maybe you had not anticipated prior to your ordination, something that's been a pleasant surprise to you now that you've become a priest?
1: Great question, great question. One of the things that priests can struggle with is They get very busy, and so they don't have good fraternal community with other priests. And then being at the cathedral, I didn't expect that because I had not seen it anywhere. And we have a wonderful tradition where we have lunch every day together. Monsignor Frank McNamee, he's the pastor there, and now Father William. Uh, who was Father Carlos, who was there for a while, and we're usually most days we're all there. We also have some staff people that will eat with us, and it 's just great it 's a great time of community fellowship i wouldn't talk to them if i didn't see them uh every day, and so I encourage other priests to do that or find ways to do that. you know, having sharing a meal it speaks to our uh, such a heart of our faith with the Eucharist and the community that can result so that's been a real surprise. A real blessing, and it's been very nourishing to me to help me to sustain me uh, in my relationships, but also to just invigorate me and my priesthood.
3: Well, the times that Amanda and I have been over to the rectory over there at Christ the King to eat with you, the food's been awfully good, and the fellowship's <laughs> been even better. So.
1: Yeah, the food's probably a little too good, <laughs> and the fellowship's great. So.
0: Yes, we were so um, lucky to be invited to a little birthday party um, uh, in honor of Father Mark last year on February 11th and celebrate his birthday. And it ended up that Father Mark got two cakes, one from um, everybody at the, at the rectory and then one from us. And it was delightful. But we, we did eat a little too much that That's day, right. I think. Father Every Mark.
1: American needs two cakes for <laughs> their birthday. <laughs> right? Only Americans,
3: though. That's Especially right. Especially in 2020. That's, That's right. right. That's right.
0: Yeah. And that was before everything happened that's right you know we were celebrating big at that point that's right just wanted to let everybody know too that we have people in the adoration chapel praying for the success of this pledge drive but also for all of you out there prayer is important part of our mission so if you have something on your heart right now or you would like the team to pray for you call us and we will run that prayer into the chapel where our volunteers are on their knees so call us at 470-508-1160 470-508-1160 um we we will pray for you and we also appreciate your prayers for this mission and for the pledge drive so um father mark I, I, one of the things that i i wanted to ask you is you know you've had about a year and a half of your priesthood and i just what tell the listeners what some of your favorite duties are of being a priest what is um what are some of your favorite things about being a priest
1: Great question. Yeah, I, there's so many things I love. You know, it's funny, though, that something that's kind of grown on me, daily Mass, particularly the weekly Masses. You know, Sundays is so much energy, and it's fantastic, but it can be you get tired, and there's people all around you. And But the daily Mass, particularly uh, certain times, you can pray really well, uh, can really enter into that intimacy with the Lord on the altar and invite others to do that. And the faithful are so wonderful, such a light to me. They're all there, usually people that are attending daily Mass. So I think that's been the number one thing. But I really love everything. It can't be baptizing babies. I mean, mm. that's the most beautiful thing in the world, a picture of God's grace, um, Their parents bringing the child to be united to the Lord. Uh, but even, you know, I think maybe one of the greatest privileges, it's a little bit daunting at times, is you get invited into people's lives in places that nobody knows about this except for God, and you get to be the voice of God. So it's it's a sacred challenge at the same time, talk about depending on the Holy Spirit, and listening, and, you know, that's something I have to really pray about and and be thankful for, and it's, it's a deep, a deep thing and a great privilege, and so those are three things, but I mean, I can't, I could just go on and on, but it's been fantastic
3: being a part of people's lives like that that deep intimacy that that privilege of hearing things and knowing things that they that that person might not share with others is that something you had anticipated before you became a priest would be a part of your life or has that been something through your priesthood that you've that, you know that's been new to you could you have anticipated that deep sense of intimacy and personal connection with people prior to your priesthood or is that something that unfolds as you celebrate the sacraments and serve people.
1: I did anticipate it. In fact, I wanted to this a lot had to do with y'all's conversion. I wanted to go to confession a long time ago and I did experience a lot of that just with brothers in Christ in the Protestant context, which is it's there. Uh there was a lot of transparency stuff because I suffered a lot and I think when you do that, you talk about the deep things in your life, you open up. Your relationships become more authentic when you're a Christian whether you're protestant or catholic and so you know coming into being a counselor in a sense as all priests are and someone who hears confessions and those types of things i expected it and it is it is challenging but it is the most beautiful thing it's a great trust and i take it very seriously to be invited into that that i would listen to the spirit and be christ to that person but that i'll also hold that in confidence So it's been uh, anticipated and and powerful and continues to be, uh, you know, a powerful experience.
3: That grace and that mercy is so valuable. And I think that's what we all want to experience and what we want the listeners to get a sense of how important our priests are in being vessels of that love and that mercy and that guidance. So thank you for sharing that. That's really powerful.
0: And we want to remind you of our phone number again um, and ask you if you would just help us along our mission to bring um, Catholic Radio to... The people of Georgia and beyond, um, our number is 470-508-1160. That's 470-508-1160. And there's also another way that you can help. We always need volunteers for AM 1160, the quest. We need people to come help us at our events, and we also have opportunities to be a part of our parish outreach program. So please contact us if you have interest in doing that um, and helping us in our mission.
3: That's great. You know, um, in in just a few minutes we'll be taking a station break, but we want you all, all the listeners, to hold on because we've got more of Father Mark in the second part of the hour. We're going to hear more about his uh, conversion. We're going to talk about his priesthood. Um, of course, the importance of Catholic radio, stories that he's got, and he's got a lot of funny stories. We've had to. Ask um, him to think of a few that he wants to share with you all. So hang on at the other side of the break. We'll be back with you with Father Mark. And thank you for your participation in our drive. And before we go to break, I want to give a little update and make
2: sure we give out these names again. And, you know, give a little update on where we at with our, our goal of 14 gifts for this hour. So I want to say thank you to Betsy O. of Washington, Georgia. Ginger D. of Greensboro, Georgia. Kyle O., of Washington, Georgia, Heather H. of Atlanta, Andrea J. of Atlanta, Rankin H. of Atlanta, Betty B. of Powder Springs, Vivian H. of Alpharetta, Mary Mack H. in Atlanta, Dolores D. of Woodstock, Khaki H. in Atlanta, Corinne O. of New York, New York, and she gave in honor of Father Mark, Amanda, and Betsy. And Kendall Young in honor of Father Mark in Atlanta. So thank you, thank you, thank you to all those. And guys, we're just one away from being able to ring that bell for meeting our goal for this hour of 14 gifts. And you can get your goal, your, well, your gift matched this hour. So call 470 508 1160, 470 508 1160, or go to thequestatlanta.com and click that donate button. But stay tuned. We'll be back with more after the break. Hello, I'm Monsignor Joe Corbett from St. Jude Parish in Sandy Springs, and this is my favorite prayer, the Hail Mary prayer. Let us pray. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen.
4: Did you know that your body has a theology? Upon meeting newlyweds, one of the first things I ask is to see their wedding rings. For a husband and a wife, the ring symbolizes unity. The book of Genesis describes the first human experience of unity. Adam experiences himself as alone even among the other animals. Then God casts him into a deep sleep and creates woman from his rib. When he awakes, Adam looks into Eve's eyes and realizes he is now whole because union is possible. Pope St. John Paul II wrote, Man becomes an image of God not so much in the moment of solitude as in the moment of communion. Original unity. One union, reflecting God. I'm Clarissa Chichioko for Creative Catholic Works. For more on the theology of the body, you can find us at creativecatholicworks.org.
1: The Quest presents Lesser Known Saints with Ken and Chuck. Tell
2: us about St. Alexis of
1: Rome. Born in the late 4th century, Alexis was the son of a wealthy Roman senator who, along with his wife, were very charitable Christians. His parents' generosity had a profound impact on Alexis, who wished to renounce all of his wealth. His parents, however, had chosen a wife for him. Out of obedience, he obliged them. But on his wedding day, he obtained permission from his bride to leave her. He then fled to Syria, where he lived as a beggar and taught children about God.
3: 20 years later, Alexis returned to Rome and went as a beggar to his parents' house. They did not recognize him. He lived under their stairs for 17 years. The servants were cruel to him, and he never told his parents who he really was. When he died, his parents found a note telling them who he was and how he had lived his life in penance all for the love of God. His feast day is July 17th, and he is a patron saint of beggars. For more homegrown wisdom, visit
1: thequestatlanta.com.
2: A reading from Psalm 65, verses 6 through 9. You answer us with awesome deeds of justice, O God our Savior, the hope of all the ends of the earth and of far distant islands. You are robed in power. You set up the mountains by your might. You still the roaring of the seas, the roaring of the waves, the tumult of the peoples. Distant peoples stand in awe of your marvels. East and west you make resound with joy. It's time to get your pledge in for our Live in the Spirit Pledge Drive. As a 100% listener-supported station, The Quest relies on your donations to stay on the air. Tune in October 6th through 8th from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. and 4 to 6 p.m. as local clergy and parishioners share inspiring stories of living in the Holy Spirit while raising much-needed funds. You can show your support now and even dedicate your donation to a specific host or guest. Visit TheQuestAtlanta.com to see the pledge drive schedule and to donate, or call 470-508-1160. Help others live in the Spirit through The Quest by calling 470-508-1160 today.
1: 60 Seconds with Mother Angelica.
3: Some of you have such a little opinion of yourself. You don't love yourself. It's a commandment. You have to love yourself, you miserable Think. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> but that's
0: what you think about yourself. I'm a miserable being. No, you're not. If you're in grave
1: for sin, you are a miserable human being. But God didn't make it that way. And if you were to get up in the morning, okay, give yourself a couple minutes, and you said, I'm not going to let my heart be troubled today, the Father has prepared a mansion for me. And, and the Lord doesn't want me trouble. I'm gonna trust him. Because the Lord of Lords is preparing a mansion for me. The people you know and trust are on EWTN.
3: This is Jimmy Mitchell with Love Good. I have the privilege of working with a lot of artists and young people all over the world. I'm a huge fan of Catholic Radio. Thanks so much for supporting and tuning in to AM 1160 The Quest. You got soul, rejoice says. my spirit my strength, my fortress, I pour out my heart and praise.
0: Welcome back if you're you're listening to AM 1160 The Quest, Fall Pledge Drive, Live in the Spirit. We are enjoying some time with uh, my co-host, Betsy Orr, and um, our special guest, Father Mark White. And um, we also have a $1,000 matching gift, so we are looking for donations to, um, to, to get to that point where we can um, access that matching gift, and we would love for you to be a part of furthering the mission of quest radio so if you would call in the number is 470-508-1160 470-508-1160 um i was just we were just talking with father mark and over the break about some funny memories that we have and um we just uh, father mark would you share with our listeners uh, some uh, funny story that you that you have about your conversion
1: yeah, yeah, you know, one that comes to mind is I was going on an interview. It was an interview weekend for, uh, this was in a Protestant context, to be a youth pastor in Long Island, New York, and, and the whole weekend I was uh, hanging out with clergy, and that wasn't always the case in the Protestant world, because I was a volunteer most of the time, and Um, you know, so the interview went fairly well, obviously didn't end up getting the job, but, uh, I also went to an interfaith meeting right before, uh, we left. It was kind of this odd thing. The pastor was involved and there was, there was, um, uh, uh, people from the Baha'i faith there. There was people from all these different groups and the pastor would go and just share his Christian faith with them. And so, the week weekend ended, and I got on the plane. And I, you know, it, it was strange. This gentleman came walking down the aisle, and he sat on my right. So not in not in the set of seats I was in. Started talking to him. Found out he was a Methodist minister. I said, "Well, that's strange." I talked to him for a little while, and then uh, the one person I had not seen all weekend. All of a sudden, I look up. You never see him because we hide a lot of times. A priest, a <laughs> Catholic priest, comes walking down and sits right next to me. And it was really interesting because there was an aisle between me and the Methodist minister, but I was sitting right next to the priest. And so I don't believe in coincidences. John Paul II says there's no such thing as coincidences, and I think it was God's way of saying that I needed to be open to the Catholic faith. So very sublime, don't fully understand it yet, but talked to the priest. It was funny. He brought up Scott Hahn. He brought up some of the books I was reading and actually kind of really challenged me to, to think about that. And, uh, so it was a. Really interesting experience, but a a huge part of my conversion story. So very funny, too, if you were there. It was
0: probably a little scary for you, too, because you are, you're, you know, at this point, you're a Protestant pastor interviewing for a job. That's right. And, you know, you have a trajectory that you think you're going on. And then all of a sudden, there's these little tiny hints that maybe, oh, no, this isn't it. There's going to be more to the story.
1: Yeah, I remember thinking, what is this? And I tend to talk to God like that. I'm like, okay, what is going on here? and so but then uh, of course I didn't get the job and then a few years later through another series more series of events that happened um, I end up in the church and then now I am a priest so um, I do believe there was something really going on and uh, it was a very odd and sublime thing but it's the way God works the way the Holy Spirit moves
0: and you've read a lot of Scott Hahn books in the meantime you read a lot of Scott Hahn before you came into the church what what were some of the books that you read?
1: Um, You know, I read uh, Rome, Sweet Rome, or part of that book, and uh, most of all, though, I listened to his teaching on Scripture. Uh, He was a very, um, very much, he, his, this is part of that story, his seminary, uh, which was, I think, Gordon Conwell, was the northern version of the seminary I was in, and he had the same theology, this focus on covenant and the Old Testament prefiguring Christ and being fulfilled in the new and so that was huge for me. And so that guy bringing up Scott Hahn, the priest, who I didn't get his name, um, I should have, uh, that really was a huge part of my conversion. So it was really his interpretation of Scripture more than anything, than any particular book. Um, and I think The Lamb's Supper, I read I read that book as well. So
3: It's so interesting, isn't it, to look back on your story so to speak and there are just certain events that really stick with us in our mind about wow that was that was not coincidence that was a turning point boy i changed my mind about something when that happened it's it's interesting that you remember that story from the plane you know all this time later and it still probably feels pretty vivid in your mind because you can describe it with a certain amount of detail it's mm-hmm. fun to look back and see how god works in our lives and he clearly was directing you even though you weren't aware of exactly what was happening at the time
1: right i mean it was it was it was very sublime and uh very interesting and it's funny because i think in the conversation with the priest i brought up my sister and the moment that i did that he goes well have you ever heard of scott hahn i'm thinking oh great what does this mean <laughs> And he says, you know, salvation is a process. He immediately challenged some of the ideas that, you know, where we disagree with our, you know, cordially with our Protestant brothers and sisters. And uh, so it was clear that something was going on. And these things had been percolating in my heart and mind as well. But, yeah, at the moment, I didn't think it was that funny. But now looking back, I see the humor in God's God's ways.
0: Well, you know what was funny is that before you became a priest and before you became Catholic, Betsy and I just, some of the things you used to say to us, just, you, you agreed with some of the theology of the Catholic Church, you you said that you, um, you thought that the Catholic Church had the Eucharist right, um, you were a sacrificial giver, and that you, sometimes you told mom one day after you broke up with someone that you were called to singleness, and I was like, that just doesn't sound like a Protestant minister, so Betsy and I, coined a term for you a nickname for you that we called you behind your back mm-hmm. but um not it's, always now to, yeah. to your
3: face
1: yeah now yeah.
0: to your face you tell the listeners what that nickname is
1: yeah brother father <laughs> so it was kind of like we're your brother and we want you to know we're rooting for you but we think you may be called to be called a father one day. It was kind of a joke. And I mean, there were emails signed that way. At first, (laughs) I remember thinking, oh, that's nice. What does that even mean? (laughs) Now it's it's a funny thing. But at the time, I think it was a little... There was a little tension, but in a good way, made me, made me think.
0: But saying, now we call you father, brother. So you that's had to right, switch. That's right. It was brother, father, but now that you've been ordained, you're
3: father, brother. That's right. The switch I, now. I still have a whole file on my computer set up named brother, father. Of the emails that we sent you or ideas that Amanda and I had shared through email that we wanted to plant in your life to see if it would take. Because we thought you had so many attributes of a good a good priest. So here we all sit.
1: That's right. I'm learning today things that I didn't <laughs> know about. So it, it was, uh, yeah, and and that was huge. I mean, w- women have always been, a, played a huge role in my life. So the Blessed Mother, um, you know, my mother's name is Mary. My mother's name is actually a Catholic devotion, Mary Dolores, Mary Sorrows, uh, who may be listening right now, Mary. Um, and uh, you guys in your conversion, but also a girl I dated, uh, shortly before coming into the church. Uh, other women I dated, it's just that God uses women. I mean, obviously, he gave us his son through one woman. And so her role and y'all's role, all those things in many ways are echoes of God's redemptive plan and the way he works in our lives. Um, I think so many men that, that are priests had a good, good Christian mother, and I know I was blessed to have that, and a good Christian sister, so...
3: You were doubly blessed. Uh, that's but, right. You know, um... We've had so much fun being a part of your life. I've latched on to you as your sister, even though we're not biologically related. That's right. Two but sisters. I that's have two right. Sh- but I remember that uh, um, Amanda and I like to take Catholic road trips. So we came down to see you in seminary one time. And that was so much fun. We got to sit in on Dr. Brant Petrie's class mm-hmm. and we got to meet a lot of the seminarians. And you have a funny story from seminary that you like to tell. What is that? What is that? sports related story from seminary that 's so funny that you like to tell
1: yeah it 's great well you know it 's funny when we were, when I got into the seminary, um, we had a lot of georgia Tech guys of course i 'm a Georgia guy, and most of them were not re- i didn 't feel like they really followed their team, but there were a couple we give each other a hard time and uh, one funny story though is I had a spiritual director when I came in.
0: Uh, if you're just joining, I'm just going to bust uh, in yeah, right now. On, here, on Father Father Mark, um, hold that thought. Um, we, if you're just joining us, it's uh, my name's Amanda Haley, and I'm with my co-host Betsy Orr. We're talking to Father Mark White, and we're so excited uh, um, to be here to raise money for Quest, and we um, almost are at our goal. We we only need one more pledge to to make our goal of um, 15 pledges this hour, and we also have a matching gift of a thousand dollars. So please think of us and help us further our mission. The number is four seven zero five. 508-1160 that's four seven oh five oh eight eleven sixty. Um sorry for interrupting father mark just wanted to get that number out there but but go ahead with your story.
1: Absolutely absolutely very important. Um so anyway I needed a spiritual director. I was recommended a, a local guy that you probably all know, Father uh Josh Allen and uh he was my spiritual director. Now he was at St. Bridget but I didn't know he was a tech grad and very adamant about being a tech fan and he ended up being the 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 actual the uh, chaplain down there for a while uh, recently but um so i was uh, uh going to him for confession but also for direction well he moved down to tech in the time he was my spiritual director so i had to go down there to do my penance and my <laughs> confession and it was really a humbling thing for me as a georgia fan and i was laughing at that how god's funny and i thought to myself i need to be humbled And this is a good humbling moment because I know most years we will win that game (laughs) to all my tech fans out there, which a lot of them were in seminary with me, actually.
3: If you're a tech fan or a Georgia fan, we don't care at the Quest. We want you to call in and make a pledge. Um, If you love sports just in general and if you love these stories that Father Mark is talking about, please call in. Please participate in this drive. Catholic Radio is 100 percent funded by your participation and um there are volunteers here staff members here all kinds of people who work to keep this great content on air so please call 470-508-1160 to make a pledge and to support Father Mark and um the blessing that his life is as a priest in Atlanta And the blessing that he's been to so many in his family and and otherwise, as he has followed God, God's call and followed the Holy Spirit and the promptings of the Holy Spirit in his life to bring him to where he is today. So please, please call in and support this very important pledge drive.
0: Yes, and I'm just getting word that the quest has given us a new goal. We need four more calls, um, says the Holy Spirit. So four more calls. The Holy Um, Spirit has umped the Annie. Is that what you're saying? Yes, up up the the Annie. So give us a call at 470-508-1160.
1: He always leads us deeper. That's right.
0: 470-508-1160. Anyway, we would love for y'all to come and uh, help us out with our mission to bring Catholic radio to all the souls in the state and beyond. So um, just remember us. Uh, call in. We'll um, we, we'll pray for you, and you pray for us. And the number again is four seven zero five zero eight eleven sixty. You know, Father Mark, we um, you know we've been talking some funny stories here. About you know how you had to humble yourself and go to Georgia Tech, and then the 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 priest on the airplane. Um, but you know that brings me something to just something very interesting. You know what role do you think humor plays in in the faith in faith and also conversion? You know some ministers actually you know use a lot of humor in their homilies. What what role do you think that humor can play?
1: It's a great question. I think. Uh, you know, I think it's said, and I might be getting this wrong, but I know that one of the key things, it may be the number one thing when they're canonizing someone or they're in the process, is they, they ask, did they have a sense of humor? And I think really, you know, God's uh, uh, God's way in our life is often, because we don't fully understand his ways, can seem humorous. But I think God really has a sense of humor. Uh, he wants us to laugh. You know, laughter is something he's given us as a gift. So I think it's a huge part, not only of fellowship and joy with others, laughing at the strange, odd things about life, the things that we don't fully understand, uh, but also when you're suffering and you're going through difficult times, you need to have a sense of humor. You don't make light of the pain, but you have to be able to laugh. Fulton Sheen and so many of the great, uh, the saints and and teachers have had that sense of humor and so I think it's important, and uh, you know, because we talk about very difficult and challenging things in our faith, our pain, our suffering, uh, the difficulties in life, and uh, God gives us that humor to for consolation. So I think in homilies it can always be helpful. On Senior Frank, the pastor at Christ the King, for those of you that go there, know that you always get a joke at the very beginning. I give him a hard time because it usually has nothing to do with the homily, you know, but it's but the homily's good. And so I've been starting to use some of his jokes, and I always I give him a hard. I was like, well, but I connect it to the homily, you know, (laughs) so.
0: I love Monsignor Frank's um, jokes. They're so funny. I just always wait to see, and especially with his Irish accent. It makes it even funnier.
3: I'm pretty sure there's a segment as part of this pledge drive that's going to be all about Monsignor Frank's Irish jokes. I think I read that somewhere. That would be a a segment worth doing if they haven't already scheduled it. That's right. All right. So, Amanda, do you want to give out that number again? Yes.
0: If you're just joining us, again, my name is Amanda Haley. I'm with my co-host, Betsy Orr, and uh, our special guest, Father Mark White, and we're here so excited to be raising money for the quest radio station and just asking you to partner with us to keep bringing um catholic radio to the state of georgia please um call in and help us make that um help us make that goal we only have a couple more um calls to to make our goal and we we also have a um at a a thousand dollar matching gift donation so our telephone number is four seven oh five oh eight eleven eleven sixty four seven oh five oh eight eleven sixty
3: you know it i was just thinking as you were uh reading all that out amanda that the quest radio catholic radio provides such hope i think to people and boy 2020 has been a year where we've needed hope and you know that that almost sounds trite to say because we all know it but um this this programming is so uplifting it's so inspiring the people who work here are led by the holy spirit to run this radio station in a beautiful and holy way and so we really really appreciate people's support it's a beacon of hope in a year that's been uh, you know tough in terms of hope in the culture hope in our faith just there's been a little bit of lack of hope for some people and this is a real beacon of hope father mark you know i'm wondering this year in particular how have you seen the holy spirit moving in a hopeful way both at christ the king but in the church in general you know there's been so much bad news this year about various things where where is the good news where do you see the holy spirit moving in a sense of hope at your parish and in the church in general
1: It's a great question, particularly in a year where, yeah, lots of bad news, lots of strange bad news, things that we didn't expect. I think the greatest thing the Holy Spirit does in those moments is remind us of what matters the most. You know, um, a lot of times we get off focus and we think there are things and events that mean everything to us. You know, we got the election coming up. We have, you know, the COVID still going on. We have all these things that we can get distracted by. But there's only one thing that really matters, and that's our relationship with God and his body, uh, his church, and our call to conversion and to prepare for eternity with our Lord. And I think when we suffer and when there's difficulties, it's always an opportunity to be called to conversion and to reprioritize our lives and our focus and think, you know, is my focus in the right place? Is my heart in the right place? And when we have that going on in our lives, we can really be resilient mm. in face of anything. And, I mean, you think of the saints, you think of the martyrs, you think of those people. They were able to stay true to Christ in those difficult times. And I think, sadly, we may have some more difficult times coming up with the problems in our culture and challenges we have as as uh, with religious freedom and other things. So we need that reprioritization, reconversion of our hearts Really focus on God and God's will in our lives, which can bring a deeper type of peace than any kind of, um, you know, enjoyable experience we might have. However, fun they are in 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 our culture and and, our, and, and this life.
3: That's great. Um, you know, we, we we want to be able to affect and influence as many people as possible through this medium. Uh, radio is a very valuable way to impact people 's lives and to encourage people and so the content and the giving is so important. Amanda, could you give out the phone number again and tell people how they can donate in in various ways
0: yes um uh, the As you know, the the mission of the Quest is to invite, inform, and inspire our listeners just like you. And the goal is to bring a million souls to Christ. So we invite you to be a part of this. And you can do that by um, donating and and also praying for us. And the telephone number is 470-508-1160. 470-508-1160.
3: That's great. You know, Father Mark, a last question occurred to me as you were talking. It seems like, I mean, of course, I know you personally and you're Amanda's brother. But um, for people listening to your story and these various things that have happened to you, it does seem like you've paid attention to the Holy Spirit's promptings in your life. If someone were to ask you, how can I pay better attention to the Holy Spirit prompting me in my life? What would you say? How do, how do we pay attention to the Holy Spirit's promptings?
1: Well, I think one of the greatest ways is to get into to the scriptures, to even just to study them, give yourself the raw material you need and understanding the Bible as a whole and different parts so that the Holy Spirit can speak to that, bring that up in your life, and obviously a personal prayer life. You know, it's one thing to have our devotions, and we have so many wonderful devotions, a rosary and whatnot, but to, to really allow those devotions to be contemplative, where I can get to a point where not only Uh, I am understanding the meaning of what I'm doing, but I'm able to hear the way that God might want to speak to that, speak his voice in a unique and individual way through that devotion, but also through personal times of prayer. You know, we have adoration, obviously. um, I think adoration with Scripture is so powerful, uh, as well as just having a place, a time where you feel you can listen. Uh, I know God is always saying to me, You need to listen, Mark. You like to talk, but I've got lots to say. You need to hear me and obey me. And then when you say things and you pray and you make uh, decisions, it'll be in my will and you'll have more peace and more of me in your heart and life.
3: That's so inspiring. That's just wonderful. Now I feel confident that the Holy Spirit is inspiring someone right now to call into this radio station and make a gift because they've loved what Father Mark has had to say. They're inspired by his story. They're inspired by his witness. Uh, They want Catholic content to be available for themselves, their own formation, as well as loved ones who might have questions about the faith, others who are considering bringing uh, coming into the church so i feel pretty confident the holy spirit is inspiring people to participate at whatever level you can participate and make a gift to this pledge drive
0: yes your gifts are helping bring catholics back to the church you're inspiring non-catholics to explore the faith and with your help you are helping bring souls to christ and be a part of the quest family we would like to invite you to help um, quest on their mission On this mission the telephone number again is 470-508-1160 and i just will say it's been an absolute pleasure to be with um father mark my brother and um one of my really best friends betsy Orr, to help quest um, with this mission today we really believe in catholic radio and we were privileged and honored to be asked to be here with you today thank you so much all right y'all i gotta turn my mic up
2: but okay so i've got a um, update for everyone. So we've had Betsy O, Ginger D, Kyle O, Heather H, Andrea J, Rankin H, Betty B, Vivian H, Mary Mac H, Dolores D, Khaki H, Karen O, Kendall Y in Atlanta in honor of Father Mark Mark Y in honor of Father Mark in Atlanta, Ray Ann S in Woodstock, Kathleen H in Atlanta i can't read my writing y'all this is bad <laughs> so kathleen h gave in honor of betsy and amanda and she's from atlanta nancy and jim e gave in honor of betsy and amanda and she's also from atlanta jennifer m from washington georgia gave in honor of betsy and amanda Catherine and charlie b of atlanta gave in honor of betsy and we also have kim w and of atlanta and deborah of dawsonville georgia and they are still inputting more but we've met our goal oh so yes one of you's got to ring that bell (laughs) way to
3: go brother father (laughs) inspiring everyone
2: (laughs) that is amazing but we're almost out of time so father mark would you lead us in a closing prayer
1: Absolutely, absolutely. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Heavenly Father, thank you for all the graces and blessings in our lives and the gift of the Holy Spirit. We pray that you would continue to lead all those who listened, including all of us, more deeply into your love through your Holy Spirit, uh, his love for us, and conform us also to the image of your Son that we might glorify your name. Uh, We thank you, and we pray this in Jesus' name, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Amen.
2: Well, thank you, Betsy. Thank you, Amanda and Father Mark, for leading this hour of our Fall Pledge Drive. And we are so thankful to all those who donated and are still donating. I can't keep up on the computer, so keep calling 470-508-1160, 470-508-1160, or thequestatlanta.com and click that Donate button. We'll be back after the break.